This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Green is the thing. Money management for kids is designed to teach the youth about the importance of finances at an early age. Impressively writing his first book at the age of 14, along with his mother, T. Wynn is the co-author. Tyreek Wynn is an outstanding author, journalist, and media personality. Also the owner and CEO of Wynn Productions, LLC. Tyreek and his company specialize in video production and various video services, as well as produce his highly acclaimed and now seasoned talk show, Tyreek on the Move, launched in 2016. Having conducted many must-watch interviews with various high-profile public figures, including 2020 presidential candidates Andrew Yang, Tom Steyer, and Cory Booker. Having the privilege to host Dr. Bernice King, the late great congressman John Lewis, as well as other notable athletes, entertainers, and career professionals. Tyreek has also been featured on the Atlanta radio show Real Talk with Rashad Ritchie, on the Tamron Hall show, and has starred in many commercials as an actor and as the voiceover talent. Notably distinguishing himself as the youngest field reporter for his local news station, as an iHeartRadio news anchor reporting in three major markets, and as a former award-winning news anchor, reporter, and sports analyst for Georgia State University's news station, Panther Report News, Tyreek recently graduated with his journalism degree from Georgia State, is now a national television journalist on the TV One hit Fatal Attraction, and is well on his way to fulfilling all of his career goals in the media industry. Here with us to discuss his book, Green is the Thing, Money Management for Kids, and to discuss the importance of financial literacy and creative empowerment for our youth. We have award-winning journalist, author, producer, and all-around media personality, Mr. Tyreek Wynn. 
I am Maggie B. Nowen, and this is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast with your host, Ramses Ja. Tyreek Wynn, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Man, I'm great. I appreciate y'all so much for having me and reaching out to have me on the show. So this is, uh, this is fantastic. Absolutely, man. You are just a, you know, I've, I've gotten familiar with your work uh, over the past few days and you are just such an impressive person. And I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Um, you're doing so much. Uh, but before we get to all that you're doing, uh, what we'd like to do on this show, I know it's a bit open ended, but uh, we like to kind of familiarize our uh, audience with you in case they're not acquainted yet. So do me a favor, share a little bit about yourself, your upbringing um, and sort of what led you to, you know, your passions for financial literacy, media, journalism, et cetera. Yeah, of course. Well, it's actually a long story, but I'll try to make it short. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so my journey started at 14 years old. So Mm -hmm. when I was 14, I had wrote my own book called Green is the Thing, Money Management for Kids. Mm -hmm. The inspiration from that book actually came from my mom. So my mom had actually purchased, I mean, not purchased, but published her own book. Mm -hmm. And she had published a few books or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I want to do a book, too. So we had um the next thing was to figure out what exactly was i going to write about Mm -hmm. and so i was um very fortunate at a young age to learn about financial literacy and money management if you look at our schools now the school system is i don't want to say jacked up but the school system could definitely be teaching things that are actually needed for you know when we go out into the real world and less of stuff that we don't use when we go out into the real world one of those things is financial literacy if you look at our school systems now it's not there where it needs to be and um i know like i know there are like certain places that are kind of working on you know working on like some financial literacy and school bills but i mean when i was in school it just wasn't there right so that's why my parents were instilling that in me at a, at a at a very young age. And so when I was eight years old, I opened up my own savings account. I mean, you know, there aren't many eight year olds really doing that. And right. so that's really kind of where my money management journey started. So when I opened up that account, I think I started with like two hundred and fifty dollars in my savings account. Um, so I started out with that and then, of course, just kept growing it throughout the years and stuff. And, um, you know, it is where it is now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, that's where really where that started. And then as far as the media and stuff where that came in, when I was going out to uh, do I was doing interviews like this on podcasts, radio shows, live TV interviews. And then that's where I got the passion for journalism and TV. <laughs> Um, well, Strictly just had a passion for TV. So what I did was I tried acting right at a young age. I wanted to be a young Disney Channel actor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that did not work out. So I had found out about journalism. And then I started watching the news, watching local news. And I was like, this seems like some pretty fun. Like, I feel like I could do this. You know, I feel like I could keep people informed and stuff like that. And then started watching daytime TV, daytime talk shows and stuff. And so that's when I got the passion to be on TV, host my own show, and also had a passion for news, right? And so at 16, when 16 came around, I started my own show called Tyreek on the Move, right? Um, Tyreek on the Move definitely was, it was was a YouTube channel, and it definitely needed some work at the beginning. I wasn't (laughs) consistent. Uh, You know, I'm going to be honest, the show really wasn't good. (laughs) Like, honestly, the show didn't get good until, like, 2018, 2019. You know, that's really started getting the hang of it so started doing celebrity interviews 
and um, started bringing on all these great celebrities on. I've had a chance to interview a lot of people, um, had a chance to interview Congressman John Lewis, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, who else have I had a chance to interview? I'm trying to think. Um, can't think off the tip of my tongue. Oh, some, some great Adams. names. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Yolanda Adams, okay. uh, gospel singer. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm trying to think, oh, probably my most profound interview, most inter- like the interview, probably the person that I interviewed with the most followers was probably Ludacris. Okay. Ludacris was a great interview. We actually graduated together. Um, fun fact. Really? Okay. <laughs> so when he was getting his honorary degree at Georgia State. And so I did that. Then um, when I got to Georgia State in 2018, that's when I joined the school broadcast news station. And that's where I learned everything about broadcast and behind the scenes. So I learned how to edit. I learned on-camera presence, um, learn how to speak clearly, mm-hmm. learn how to you know do news, learn how to present news, how to write stories. And based on being, being at Georgia State, being a part of the school of news, that helped me be able to start my own production company at 18. My parents saw that I was really serious about this career. And when I turned... Um, December 18, that was my Christmas gift. They bought me an LLC, probably best Christmas gift I ever got. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's not really a lot of parents that are buying their kids LLCs. You know, they're asking for Xboxes, PS4s and stuff like that. I wanted a business. And so um, they bought me my LLC, got my business license and all that good stuff. And man, that was probably the greatest day of my life. One of the greatest days of my life. And so... Next thing you know, when Productions uh, C was born, video um, video production company local here in Atlanta. And so I've been doing that. Um, we've been a business for over four years now, and its business has been great. And I've been able to film and produce my own television shows, air those on local television here in Atlanta. And then um, fast forward to graduation, graduated in uh, May of 2022, uh, May of last year. Congratulations. And, and, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And it was crazy. So I actually, when I graduated, I got the amazing opportunity to become a national journalist on Fatal Attraction on TV One. Mm-hmm. And that has been such an amazing opportunity. And I love doing that show. And I, I mean, it's awesome. I, I love doing the show, talking about, um, you know, true crime and stuff like that. I'm going to let y'all know the stories are gruesome for those of y'all who haven't seen the show. But those of y'all who know, know the show is pretty gruesome. But um, sitting there telling those stories, do about a couple episodes a month. And then fast forward, um, I was on vacation in Hawaii. And next thing you know, I'm getting an email from a news director here at iHeart. And that's how I landed my position at iHeart. So that's pretty much my journey up until now. So long. I no, that was a mouthful. <laughs> it's it's well received, sir. It was, it's it's a wonderful story. And it certainly makes a lot of sense, uh, you know, how it, how it all came together. Because again, uh, just kind of getting familiar with you um, to be so accomplished and so poised, you know, on camera during your interviews and at such a young age, it's, it's again, very impressive. So let's go back to your parents. Cause you know, you mentioned, you know, they opened a savings account or a checking account. Uh, I'm not sure which one, but an account for you at, at eight years old, they got you an LLC, um, you know, uh, for your birthday, your parents obviously instilled some, some pretty good values uh, into you and, and, and discipline is, is that, you know, going back to your book, is that kind of what you were hoping your readers of, of the book uh, green is the thing money management for kids would take away from it? 
Yeah. Like, like you said, I mean, I had great parents. I mean, still got great parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I still do live with my parents. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I am eventually looking to move out soon, maybe later on this year, but I can tell you, I have great parents and uh-huh. my parents, um, instilled a lot in me. Like I said, the money management really key factor. Sure. Helping me open up my own say that was a savings account that opened up at eight years old. I didn't, I don't think I got my checking account until I was a teenager. Okay. But, and for those of you who do not know that there, you, there is no age limit when it comes to open up a savings, you can be however old when you want to open up a savings. So that's just a key fun fact there. But what I'm hoping that the readers are taking from the book is Yes, you can. There's a few key factors in the book. One, the book talks about opening up accounts. It also talks about starting your own business. Mm -hmm. I think that there is no age limit when it comes to starting a business. That is something that you can do at a very young age. I know tons of young entrepreneurs who haven't even hit their teenage years yet, who already have successful businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, There are tons of, I call them kidpreneurs. There Mm -hmm. are tons of kidpreneurs out there. And so the kids who are listening, you can very well start your business at any age you want to. And, um, you know, that just kind of goes to show you, I want them to learn that from the book. Also, I want them to learn that there's also a giving back portion in there as well. You know, in the book, I'm talking about giving tithes and offerings in church. That's talked about in the book. I'm also talking about giving back to the community, volunteering and stuff like that. Because if you're going to be, a good money manager, you have to be well-rounded in all areas. You know, it's not just about making the money, stuff like that. There's making the money, there's saving the money, there's investments. Talk about investments in there as well. Um, there's also talk about college, um, college scholarships, getting scholarships to go into college. So there's a lot, there's a lot of valuable information in the book that teaches you how to be well-rounded when it comes to managing money. So I that's what that. I want people to take away from it. Excellent. Excellent. So let's go back to your your talk show, uh, Tyreek on the Move. So tell us about that show a little bit more. Um, who were you trying to reach? You know, talk to us about the content. Talk to us about, you know, the audience, et cetera. Yeah. So so I started, like I said, I started that show in 2016 mm-hmm. and the show didn't really get good until like eight, um, 2018, 2019. Yeah, yeah. You're saying. So, yeah, yeah. So I when I was doing that show, it was kind of, I'm going to be honest with you, the show was actually, it went through a whole lot of phases and it was kind of all over the place. Okay. Like, I honestly didn't really know what I was doing until 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. And so at first, the show started off as a show where I would just interview business owners about their business, right? So that's really what it started off as. Then we had a slight transition. I started you know, making some money a little, you know, started making a little bit of money off of the show. So mm-hmm. then the show kind of did like a little transition or whatever. And so um, started doing stuff that was, you know, making the money or whatever. Then from there, the viewership was not there. I was like, okay, what can I do to get the numbers I want to get right? Because right now what I'm doing is not working. And so I was like, what can I do to get the numbers? And so, um, when it came to getting the numbers, I was like, uh, I was like, you know, I was thinking I was kind of, you know, figuring out what to do. So then I was like, OK, I was like, well, celebrities are popping. I was like, let's see if I can get some celebrities on the show. Well, right. So I just started yeah. reaching out through email. So th- what I did was I reached out to 100. I reached out to about 100 celebrities. 
I was like, out of these hundred, at least 10 have to say yes. I was like, Garen, I was like, I have to get at least 10 yeses, right? Um, because when it comes to celebrities, celebrities have very busy schedules, you know, um, very, very busy lives and stuff like that. I was like, well, out of these hundred, 10 gotta say yes. And well and behold, I actually got a few yeses um to a few people who said yes to being on my show. And some of those people that I've had on the show have been um, Candy Burrs from the Housewives of Atlanta, um, Cynthia Bailey from the Housewives. We've had, um, let's see, we've had Andrew Yang, former presidential candidate. Um, who else have we had on the show? Um, had Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms when she was mayor of Atlanta. She was on the show. And um, let's see who else i know there's oh we had some football players as well had um saints quarterback drew Brees on the show will lutz saints kicker was on the show had some falcons players on the show too and um yeah i just started just started racking up the celebrity interviews and as i started racking up those celebrity interviews then that's when the viewership started to come in and yeah. um you know, pretty much brings the show to where it is today this show is sponsored by better help People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women. 
the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are here today with award-winning journalist, author, producer, and all-around media personality, Mr. Tyreek Wynn, discussing his book, Green is the Thing, Money Management for Kids, and the importance of financial literacy and creative empowerment for our youth. You know, I, I want to share something with you be, because listening to your uh, story, it reminds me of kind of my my own journey in that same space. Uh, I can't say that my journey was as intentional as yours, but I do recognize, you know, a little bit um, about me. My background is in, in radio and broadcasting. Um, and so I was fortunate enough to work at a, at a hip hop station for many years. You were still very young. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I started broadcasting in 2005 uh, professionally. And so um, I got tons of uh, celebrity interviews. And very early in the days of YouTube, people started to kind of take that content and put it online. You know, when you're broadcasting, you kind of made it up in your mind that you're going to be in a studio and people will not see you. Um, but very early on, there started to become this connection between broadcasting and and um, online visual content as well so i invested in some cameras just to kind of ride that wave and yeah i interviewed uh some folks a lot of folks for a long time and i would see that i would um get views on those videos with the important folks like the uh the celebrities the artists whoever was popping whoever had an album dropping or whatever sometimes their labels would take the videos or whatever use it to kind of help promote the artist um and i never really connected money with uh that effort i really connected it with kind of elevating my profile as a broadcaster um there was money involved but i didn't lean into it in the way that you did and again of course my intention wasn't to do that but listening to your story and and listening to the inten- the intentions behind it um it certainly reminds me that there was a time when you know it looked like this and then it had to look like that i had to pivot change you know grow the numbers etc just to remain a viable uh channel on youtube a viable network and and have that content that people would respond to because you know now um it doesn't matter what you do if you if you plan on excelling to the top of your field you need to have a dominant social media presence including uh, visual digital content and so um everyone not only needs to have you know what it is that they do but you need to have a sort of a marketing mix uh, an entire network of your brand if you will so that brings me to my next question um i read somewhere that it's your goal to own a television network or a radio network so that you can help young people get into that industry so where did this goal originate and you know share a little bit more about your thoughts of the importance of young people getting into this space to kind of create content yeah that's a great question so where that inspiration came from is actually when i was coming up in my journey and, and you know i'm still coming up in my journey mm-hmm. but where that came from was like 
for me. So when I was coming up, right, it was really I mean, it wasn't easy. It was quite difficult, actually. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what I was trying to do, like I was thinking, like, if you look, okay, if you look at our TV, if you look at our televisions right now, right, there are no young daytime hosts. I mean, there aren't any, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Especially like there's as far as I know, there aren't any young hosts on national television in like the 20s teens or whatever and i think that's kind of you know it's like like we should have our own space you know what i'm saying like you have these people which i mean you know no offense to them but i mean you know you have these people who are on tv over 40 and stuff and they're wondering why we're moving to streaming and we're not on cable you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. or as if you have regular radio for example like so radio you know have all these radio stations and radio shows and stuff like that. There aren't many young radio, like there aren't many young syndicated radio shows that are out there. Right. And they're wondering why we're not listening to the radio no more is because we're not on there. Like there's nobody that is on there talking about stuff that we want to hear stuff that matters to us. Right. And so my, um, and then also when I was coming up, it was kind of hard, like me, I was not able to get any internships at any local news stations. I applied for tons of internships, didn't land any internships, right? Which mm-hmm. is kind of really made me hone in and focus on win productions and everything and create my own content and stuff. Because when I graduated, even if I didn't have a reel, when I graduated, I needed to have, um, I need to put a reel out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To get those offers and get to where I wanted to be a real needed to be put out regardlessly, whether I was getting internships or not. And so I wasn't getting any internships. So I knew I needed to create my own content, be part of the school television station to make sure I had a real ready by the time it was time for me to graduate. And so that's kind of where that inspiration came from, but it's really my goal is to make it when there are young people coming up who want to be in this industry. It's my goal to have my own television network, my own radio network, right? Um, I mean, I thought of a name. I was going to call it probably the Tyreek Wynn Network. Um, that's kind of the, that that is the goal for that. And so what I want to do is I want to have it as the television radio network, but then I also want to have a camp or whatever, you know, kind of like a summer camp yeah. and bringing, bringing the youth in, teaching them the ropes of the industry and stuff. And I mean, I mean, you know, I don't see... I don't see why a 10 year old can't have their own show. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, see yeah. why, um, you know, I don't see why teenagers can't have their own show and stuff like that. And so that's what I want to do is I want to help out those who um, I want to help out the young people get into the industry a lot easier than when I was coming along and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, I love that there's, um, you know, I, I, turned 40 in 2022. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the fact is, is that I got into broadcasting after I graduated and uh, I was 23 years old. So I was a year older than you when I started in this space. I went to school to be a lawyer, right? So a year after you, uh, a year older than you are now, I had no concept of being at the level where I'm at right now. Um, For someone to have made this, uh, a possibility in my mind at a younger age, you know, who knows what I would have been able to accomplish, who knows how I would have rode that wave as, you know, uh, you know, uh, 
radio broadcasting content made the transition to, you know, visual space. Um, and, and so many other evolutions have taken place in my career, uh, in the timeline of my career. Um, and uh, I think that what you're talking about is kind of significant also because in recent years, I've seen a number of, you know, you mentioned 10 year olds. I've seen people who are 10 years old and even younger doing uh, celebrity interviews on red carpets, um, just kind of in the paparazzi type interviews like TMZ's type stuff. And people are drawn to those young voices, those young people's questions. And there's something really special about uh, people around that age. And it's that their minds, it's almost like their minds have not been corrupted by the adult world in the same way that maybe someone who is 40 might be kind of swimming in that stream already. So they don't ask questions about, you know, your ex-wife. They don't ask questions about, you know, um, you know, the scandal of the day. They'll ask questions like, what's your second favorite dinosaur? You know, things that, you know, they'll, they'll dig things out of you that, you know, other reporters, other, uh, you know, folks won't ask. And I do believe that it makes for more compelling content. Um, compelling might not be always the right word, but certainly more creative content, uh, content you won't find anywhere else. And I don't think it's also exclusively for kids because again, I find myself watching it too. So, um, I appreciate what it is that you want to do. Um, and I can't wait to see what comes of it because, uh, as you mentioned, there's definitely a space for younger voices, you know, for folks who are going to shape the future. And, you know, I believe that there's a seat at the table for um, people who just have a different, unique and fresh perspective on not only people, but current events, politics in particular. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm really passionate about things in the social justice and activist space. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, I've listened to conversations of people who will inherit the world that I'm done with, you know, um, in, you know, 40 years time when I'm, you know, on my way out, they'll be in their prime in terms of like what they'll be able to do um, politically, et cetera. Uh, and so kind of knowing what their values are and having giving them the opportunity to share the things that they're passionate about, I think is is very special again. So um, so let's 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 move forward a bit. Uh, yeah. In 2020, you released your latest book. I believe it's your latest book. It's called um, How to Create Your Own TV talk show. So tell us more about this book. And, uh, you know, for someone who hasn't picked it up, who might want to read it, tell us what the book is about, who it's for and what a reader could expect. Yeah, sure. So uh, how to create your own TV talk show. That was actually my quarantine project. I had <laughs> nice. So I yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was um, that was literally when the pandemic first hit and mm -hmm. we were on lockdown for, you know, about 14 days here in Georgia and, you know, around the country and stuff like that. But we were on lockdown and I said, well, I said I've been needed. I've been needing to find time to write my second book. I had not had time because my schedule has been so crazy busy. And like since I'm doing nothing but schoolwork. I can sit down and write my next book. And nice. that's exactly what I did. And it only took me, I believe it only took me probably about a month to get the book done. But I did a but I did a good bulk of the book during the lockdown. When we were on lockdown during the pandemic. Yeah. And so what's in this book is it literally teaches you how to create your own content and get it on television, word for word, step by step, right? 
also in there, it tells you how to get celebrity interviews. It gives you literally like it's not it's not a sugarcoated book. It's not a book that's going to beat around the bush. It gets straight down to the nitty gritty, straight down to the point. Right. Mm -hmm. It tells you exactly um, what type of equipment you need. You know what type of team members you need, people you need to have on your team, because it's kind of hard to do it by. I mean, you can do it by yourself, but it's kind of hard to do it by yourself, right? So it tells you how you need a team. It tells you, you know, if this is the type of content you want to create, this is what you need to do. How to figure out what you would want to talk about on your show, or how to figure out how to structure your show. What um, specific steps you need to take to get credentials to certain events. It talks about all that good stuff. So, and like even if you don't want your own TV show. If you just want to be in the media and do what we're doing, interviewing and stuff like that, it's a perfect book for you. Mm-hmm. And it's a great book. I believe it's, um, you know, about, about 10 chapters, about, about 10 chapters. And the book goes in depth about everything. And it goes straight down to the point. It's about 50 some pages. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So let's do this before we let you go. Um, let's let people know where they can find all of your books um, and go ahead and plug all of your you know, social media as well as your channels. Um, basically, let's get the people tapped in with everything that you're doing. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Well, first off, I appreciate you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Absolutely, of course. You guys. Um, big fan of BIN, you know, <laughs> I, I, I get that. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Love working with you. The I heart so. connection. That's what I mean. I, oh, I, I'm oh, yeah, a big yeah. fan too. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was actually, actually, um, I believe you guys, cause I think one of the representatives, um, used my interview I did with Bernie say King this past weekend. Um, sure. Sure. Yeah. King week. So yeah, you guys are awesome, but you guys can follow me on Instagram at Tyreek Media. You can also connect with me on Facebook, Tyreek Wynn, iHeartMedia as well. Um, go like my Facebook page there. Also on Twitter, Tyreek Wynn TV. And then as far as my books are concerned, you can get those on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and other book-related websites. But easiest way to do it is probably Google. Um, you can Google, go on Google, type in green is the thing, money management for kids. You can type that in. Same thing if you type in how to create your own TV talk show on Google. The books will come up. You can also Google my name personally, T-Y-R-I-K-W-Y-N-N. The books will come up that way. And that's how you can go out and get the books. And then, of course, I am on here at iHeart. So you can always um, tune in and listen to to our newscast. I anchor Georgia News. South Carolina News, North Carolina News, and Virginia News. And so um, you can download the iHeart app and you can listen to our affiliates in those in those states and you can listen to some of my newscasts. And um, also you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Tyreek Wynn Network, and check out some of my shows and stuff like that. We have a couple of shows, Tyreek on the Move, What's Your Business, The Sugar Tooth Show, um, also got some fatal attraction clips on there as well that you can check out. So that's where you can pretty much check out all my content. I'm always posting on Instagram. So if you want to keep up with me, uh, go to Instagram. I'm always posting. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, that was very thorough and hopefully you'll get, um, some new folks tapping in with you again. I'm very impressed and, uh, I definitely will do the same. So thank you very much again for coming on the show to share your insights with us today, your excellent leadership by example, and of course your overall commitment to the successful, informed and inspired future of our young people. Uh, once again, today's guest is award-winning journalist, author, producer, and all around media personality, Mr. Tyreek Wynn. 
I am Maggie B. Nowen, and today I'll leave you with this. Quote, we are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek, unquote. Wise words from our former president, Barack Obama. Bringing these words to life, truly taking the reins, being and demonstrating the change. As shared in today's conversation, leading by example and telling the stories that need to be told, Tyreek Wynn is clearly on a purposed and passionate mission to educate, inspire, and raise the bar. Future and community focused, let us commit to being engaged members of our village and to lift and support the youth of our community however we can in being and living the change and in bringing their most ambitious and world-transforming goals to life. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. If you have any thoughts you'd like to share, use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. We'd love to hear from you. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. Find your daily podcast host at Ramses Jaw on all social media. We look forward to your joining us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.